But I've realized why so many abusers love, the, especially the Christian faith, is because they know how to weaponize forgiveness. So let's take that weapon away from them, okay? Hello, I'm Uche. Welcome back to my channel. And my sister said, podcast. And this podcast is a podcast for Christians who want a Christian without a stick up their butt and Christians who want a Christian without pretending to be perfect all the time because it's exhausting. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about something very important to me. And that's this like, that's something that I dealt with whenever I was dealing with a lot of my spiritual abuse journey. Um... I would like tell my story about what happened to me, um, like even on my videos and my YouTube channel, about what I went through and you know how har- har- how hurtful it was, how harmful it was, and I would tell this to people who, usually Christians, and no, it's like I was always always people who said they were Christian who would ask me the question like, so like what about your forgiveness journey? Like how are you doing with forgiveness? Or, or they would say, or they would suggest, you know, you should really forgive. Like, you should just be working on forgiveness. And <laughs> I used to think, before I've done all my educating and stuff and understanding what gaslighting was and manipulation is, I used to think that everyone who made that suggestion about forgiveness and, um, you know, it, it just, you know, reminding me to forgive, um, made the suggestion that I really need to consider forgiving. I used to think that it was like, I used to give them the, benef- the benefit of the doubt, like the benefit of the D, right? I used to think, okay, that person must really care about me. They want me to move forward. They see that I'm hurting and they're just, you know, they want me the best for me. And then also, um, I would think like, oh man, they just really care about my faith. They want to make sure I look like Jesus. And to look like Jesus is to forgive. And then I, you know, slowly but surely, I started to realize that no, not everyone who was suggesting that I forgive or telling me to forgive or um, reminding me about forgiveness was doing it in my best interest. I realized very, you know, pretty quickly that a lot of people who would tell me this were enablers who just wanted me to shut up um, or abusers who just wanted to, you know, were just using emotional blackmail to manipulate me into shutting up and not talking about my experience anymore. Um, And unfortunately, this is pretty common. Like, abusers will weaponize forgiveness as a means to either escape accountability from you, um, they'll use it so that they can just keep abusing you, or keep abusing other people. Um, So today, I'm going to go into three signs. Three signs that a manipulator, enabler, or abuser is using forgiveness, the idea of forgiveness, as a weapon to manipulate you, okay? It's not an exhaustive list, but hopefully this helps, okay? So let's start with sign number one, that someone is misusing the idea of forgiveness. The first sign that someone is weaponizing forgiveness against you is um, they distort the definition of forgiveness, okay? This, this should be pretty clear, right? Forgiveness actually has a definition. It has, it has a meaning, so, and it also has examples. 
Forgiveness is simply one thing, releasing someone from a debt that they owe you, okay? It's not releasing them from a debt they owe society, okay? Especially if they've broken a law. They still owe somebody. There's a price to pay. So if you broke the law, you owe them, not me. You know what I'm saying? Problem is, when manipulators, enablers, and abusers get a hold of forgiveness, they distort that definition and it becomes a magic pill. But ah, a magic pill. All of a sudden, forgiveness is a means of healing all your troubles and traumas. Forgiveness is the thing that will take your bitterness away and take, you know, take anything that bad that you were feeling, you'll take it away because you forgave. All of a sudden, you'll be able to move forward because you forgave. That's bullshit. That's not, that, that's not real life. There's no, especially if you're a Christian, there's no example of that in the Bible. So let's, let's be real. You know, first things first, Jesus did the ultimate act of forgiveness. Homie still came out of the grave scarred. A lot of good forgiveness did for healing him. Did not heal a damn thing. Let's just be real. Forgiveness does not, it's just releasing a debt. Okay. And that's all that Jesus says it is. It's all that the, the Bible says it is. Let's not make it into something different. Okay. Because <laughs> when it happens, people just end up feeling shamed and guilted and manipulated into just silencing themselves and just like not really healing from their trauma instead of just burying it. Okay. Um, sorry. And the second sign that someone, second sign that someone is using forgiveness um, as a weapon and as a means of a, emotional blackmail. And emotional blackmail is just using fear, obligation, and guilt to manipulate someone. Okay. So the second sign is, is that they will lie about the symptoms of unforgiveness. As I just said, like forgiveness doesn't heal anything. It has a definition. It's just simply letting go of a debt. There's no promise of healing, getting better, nothing. Okay. But in a, someone who's manipulative or trying to manipulate you will say that, well, because you haven't forgiven, that's why you're so sad. That's why you're depressed. Or that's why you're so anxious and you're so angry. And I simply have a question for anyone who's right here with me. Hey, <laughs> um, if you were to get hit by a car and, um, you know, you end up in the hospital with broken bones and, and, oh my gosh, like after the accident, now you're really scared of like being anywhere near sidewalks. You're just really scared to be walking near any kind of road now. Will forgiveness bandage your wounds? Like, you know, will you be able to walk again all of a sudden because you forgiven and, you know, let go of the debt that you have against the person who hit you with their car, you know, whatever. Like, are, or are you still wounded? Are you still traumatized? You forgave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what does it have to do with your broken leg, your broken arm? You know, nothing. <laughs> it doesn't heal shit. So... It's, it's just, it's gaslighting and it's a means of blame shifting because the reason why your arm is broken and why you're traumatized and don't want to go in a car anymore or go near or walk near a road anymore, that's not because you've decided you're, been, you're unforgiving. No, it's because you were run over by the car. That's why that, all that stuff has happened. And it's just, this, this is literally textbook, um, like blame shifting and gaslighting by like narcissists and sociopaths and toxic people. All of a sudden, it's, it's not the, the fact that you were run over by a car. It's the fact that you haven't forgave. That's why you're still going through this. And, and let me be like extra clear, very, very clear. That is the same thing for emotional wounds and mental wounds. 
For example, a toxic person might say, If you actually forgave me for cheating on you, you wouldn't be breaking up with me. The correct answer is, No. I'm breaking up with you because your infidelity destroyed my ability to trust you, and I can't be in a relationship with someone I don't trust. Forgiveness doesn't heal, trust, or undo betrayal. It's only releasing someone from a debt. If I didn't forgive you, I'd be making you sacrifice things to prove yourself, or I'd be doing things to get even with you. Breaking up with you is about protecting myself. It's not about punishing you. And a toxic institution might say, if you actually forgave the people or person who hurt you, you wouldn't be bitter, resentful, or triggered. Your unforgiveness is the only reason you keep talking about what happened to you. Answer No. You're actually the ones who are bitter and resent me for sharing the truth of my testimony. Jesus also warned people about abusive and predatory leadership. Forgiveness doesn't heal anything. It's simply releasing a debt. When Jesus forgave, his body was broken and stayed broken. Therefore, my triggers or brokenness aren't evidence of unforgiveness. Also, it's not my job to keep your dirty secrets. So, that CPTSD, that trauma, that depression, that anxiety that you have endured because someone else decided to hurt you. You don't still have that because you're not forgiving them. You have that because that person decided to abuse you and you went through something very traumatic. Okay? So that's the second sign that someone is using, sorry, is weaponizing forgiveness and using it as a means to, to manipulate you. Okay? All right. So the third way, the third sign that I have here on my list, there's probably others, um, the third and final sign that someone is using forgiveness against you or weaponizing forgiveness as a means to manipulate you is that they'll misrepresent what forgiveness looks like and what unforgiveness looks like. Let's start with unforgiveness. Someone who is, you know, who does, you know, who's wanting to escape accountability and wants to kind of like continue doing what they're doing, but not getting in trouble for it. They will misrepresent unforgiveness as pursuing justice, telling the truth, sharing your story, um, you know, even calling the cops will present that as unforgiveness. How they'll do this is they will misrepresent forgiveness as silence, perpetual silence, quick, you know, letting go something really quickly, quote unquote, letting it go, and um, basically zero accountability. And it's like, no, <laughs> again, I'll say forgiveness is, you know, releasing a debt. But let me really be really clear. Releasing that debt is not going to look like what the abuser and enabler wants it to look like. It's not going to look like what serves them best. Oh, isn't that crazy? It's like it serves. <laughs> it's, it's kind of insane. Like, I'm not going to let an abuser teach, try to tell me what, abu- like, what abuse looks like. Like, oh, this is not abuse. Like, no, it is. I'm not, I'm not taking your advice on what forgiveness looks like. I'm like, forgiveness is not going to look like what's best for the, the enabler or the abuser. It's not going to look like what's best for them. Um, usually for toxic personalities, um, they'll say something like, oh my gosh, if you ever bring this up again, you haven't forgiven me. And, and I'll give an example of it. Um, so for me, people from my church because I've been telling my story about what happened to me in my church and how I was abused and what I went through, blah, blah, blah. 
people keep saying like, man, you can need to just forgive. You need to forgive. Obviously you haven't forgiven them because you keep talking about it. And it's like, no, <laughs> forgiveness does not look like silence. It's so interesting. All of a sudden it's presented as sharing my testimony is presented as unforgiveness. This is what happened to me. This is what they did. I'm sharing my story, not as being to punish them, but I'm sharing it with everybody else because I know my church isn't listening and I'm okay with that. Like, this is not for them. It's not about them anyways anymore that this could help someone else. And um, they'll be held accountable for their actions because they need to not hurt other people. This sucked. I don't want anybody else to go through this. And I'm like, it's really funny because whenever I'd be at church and they would be like, share your testimony, keep sharing your testimony, bring people to Jesus, keep sharing your testimony. I'm like, all of a sudden my, my testimony has a lot of hardship and, you know, heartbreak and I've had issues with my family and just really hard stuff. You know, it's all the scapegoats say, hey. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm like, you had no problem with me sharing that part of my life. But all of a sudden, when you became kind of the villain in the story, you're like, no, you're unforgiving. I'm like, uh, I don't no, I don't work like that. Um, it's just, yeah, it's hypocritical, but any who's it's so an abuser will usually an enabler and abusers and predators will usually try to try to distort what forgiveness looks like. And they'll try to say that forgiveness looks like silence, like calm silence. And, um, it's quick, forgive, you need to forgive quickly and move on. You know, it looks like moving on. It's like turning your back and like, okay, we're okay now. Like, like for a manipulator, for an abuser, forgiveness is going to look like, you know, zero accountability. It's like, you just need to move on. You just need to, you know, forget about this. And no, <laughs> they'll try to distort what forgiveness looks like. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. Those are the signs. Those, those are just the three signs that someone is, you know, using forgiveness as a weapon to try to manipulate you or try as a means of emotional blackmail. Okay. And if you have any more signs, please put them in the comments. I'd appreciate it because I know there's a lot more. And yeah, thank you so much. I hope this helps and I hope you have a good one.